Welcome into the Left Hand Backhand Podcast. Uh, I am not your normal host. I am your former co-host turned interim part-time host for who knows how long. Um, we are, Michael's on a sabbatical right now, taking a little break from the podcasting world for us, getting, you know, life stuff sorted out going on. Uh, so in the meantime, I am your new host, again, interim because we deal in the sporting world here and I'm like a coach that that uh you know somebody had to take a break and let's see who's the last interim coach uh I'm I'm Doc Rivers that's what I am to this podcast world today and joining me I have a special guest a man who deserves a 45 minute introduction which I will give here shortly Jeffrey Scott Spangler welcome Jeff Oh, let's go. It has been actually my dream since I was uh, 14 hours younger to be on this podcast. And I've been waiting actually my whole life. I've only heard about it through you. And I've watched a couple while I was on some uh, road trips. So uh, I'm really nervous because most of this is uh, my first uh, interaction with any podcast. I've never okay. been an honored first, guest. First question, you watched on a road trip. Normally a podcast is something you listen to on a road trip and you watch when you're home. So why are you are you being dangerous, Jeff? Uh I'm a I live dangerously. I mean I would I would be uh remiss if I didn't admit <laughs> that on long road trips I would Put up my screen a little bit on the thing to be Jeffrey. able to watch. Wow! Dude, at least I wasn't. Uh, Somebody call sunflower. the cops on this guy. Somebody call the cops. At least I wasn't eating pickled sunflower seeds. Oh, hey! Don't talk about my sunflower <laughs> seeds yet. That's a later segment. Okay. Don't say um, later segment. Hey, I say what I want. I'm the host. I'm Doc Rivers. All right, then talk like Doc Rivers. Best Doc and Rivers impression go right oh, now. Dad gun. I I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't can. even. I can't even think of it. He literally sounds like he's coughing while he's talking. He's like, I have Doc Rivers, and I talk like this, and that's. Oh, we gotta pass the ball and make sure we get back in transition defense. That's your best Doc. Is that pretty good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't actually know who that was. I don't think that's a real person. Oh shoot! I'm fogging up my glasses. What? He talks like he lost his voice. Like he doesn't have a voice. Like, I'll just tell you, it was a bike. One my phone. Blake didn't do it. Mm. It's a team effort. Chris, 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 everybody. It's a team effort. All right, Blake. All right. Blake didn't do it. All right. Well, first um, question we'll for... Let the view, we'll let the viewers vote on who's... First question for the lefties is who did a better Doc Rivers impersonation? So, there we go. Um, we have got an action-packed episode for you tonight. Uh, since we are a disc golf-centric podcast, we are going to... Quiz Jeff on his disc golf terminology since Jeff has probably played, I'm going to guess, seven times. I mean, seven is my lucky number, but I had to count. I mean, we played together three three ish times in college, maybe yes, four. But I, I had played, I played a few times actual disc golf with actual holes. Then I probably played in high school like three or four times. Oh, okay. Um, because there was a course near a 
Zion's can't do is play it. But as far as close falls where I actually in was playing South against Kitsap people County, correct, right? in South Kitsap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, breaking news unfolding now. I don't want to know what it is. Hmm. Uh, okay, South we Kitsap. Don't, we don't do that on this podcast. We stay focused, okay? Breaking news. Uh, actually, oh, Caitlin Clark breaks the scoring record for NCAA women. Good for off her. of a 35 foot three pointer. Dang, I saw that as developing news earlier. So now it's breaking. It was it's intense. <laughs> she was dribbling up to the shot and then <laughs> she hit the basket and it was breaking news. Yes, of course. That's how that's how they do it in the sports world. Naturally. Um, uh, so yeah, I played so yes, I played you, a couple dozen times, I'd say. But I would say you are a beginner. Yes, I do not I do not play professionally. I am not Hmm. All right. Oh, well, I know we're gonna name. we're gonna get into it. He's so. one of the top. He's been one of the number one guys. Also, the guy with the long hair. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um. The Super Bowl went down on Sunday, and your boy is a happy camper. If you couldn't tell for you, the YouTube KC. listeners, uh, my flag in the background, my parking sign, and uh, that away a water bottle right that there. You probably have a red uh, so we're gonna, in we're there recap too. the. <laughs> No, it's purple Gatorade, actually. Um, So we're going to recap the Super Bowl a little bit. We're going to get a a J. Scott Spangler player intro and learn about young Jeff here. And then Jeff has a draft for us. And I've got a list of questions that uh, as long as I've known Jeff, I don't actually know the answers to some of these questions. So I think this will be fun. All right. I so could lie first, and you would never know. Um, you're a bad liar, and you're a bad guy. I'm a, Duh. I'm a, I'm a bad guy. Hey, oh, don't cop- copyright. Don't. You're copyrighted. All right. Um. Well, let let's start out talk learning about young Jeff here. Uh, I will give background as to how we met, and then. Uh, we'll, I'm just going to start firing off questions to you and let you kind of take the floor. Uh, Jeff and I met officially in person in a marriage and family life class while you were a freshman in college. And I was, I, I had been at school for about a week. Actually. Yeah. I think it was my second semester in college as well. And it was your first semester. So we were, we were young yeah. pups. Um, I was newly married at that point. Uh, in this class that I was supposed to take with my now ex-wife, uh, and like the irony is just incredible in this story already. Actually, that I was in a actually, marriage and family actually, life you class. Need, you need where... to pause the story because this isn't actually. I knew no. about you. No, no, no. Long I, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. This this is when we You're too first slow. actually. Too long. This is where we first actually met in person. Okay. Because. Okay. I heard the teacher do roll call as like, you know, the first week of class. And I hear him say uh, Jeff Spangler and I pop up like a freaking prairie dog out of a little prairie dog hole here in, in Colorado because we've got so many prairie dogs around here. Good example. And, and I, I pop up and I'm like, why do I know that name? That name sounds so freaking familiar. And it took me a second and, and I don't even think it. I figured it out in that class. That might have been uh, the week after or something like that. 
but I recognized your name from our mutual super good buddy, one Brandon Sprague, who was one yes. of my childhood best friends growing up since we were 11 to 13 range, somewhere around there, young, young pups. And you were mission companions with Brandon down in Houston, Texas. And I recognized your name from emails that I got from Brandon talking about his adventures with you. And so I I just recognized your name, but I didn't like know you. And then we met in that class. Fast forward, we started playing basketball together. Fast forward, you puppy sat for us and spilled spaghetti all over my house. Fast forward, we're best friends. Let's put it like that. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Uh, weirdly enough though, the things that I heard while I was in Houston, I didn't even have a face most of the time until I got like a picture from Brandon that he showed me of all these stories about you guys hanging out and playing sports and basketball. And Brandon was always saying that you had, because you were just a little bit older. So yeah, and it I'm, was, it was like, I'm like older brother, younger brother, like competitive drive i'm like four months older than brandon no let's say i'm i'm june and he's october he's so october barely I'm, yeah i'm four months older than brandon but i'm a grade older than him and it's so just enough yeah so i was young for my grade and and you're november so i was five months older than you or i barely. am five months older than you so like, you like were you guys, but now you guys were a grade behind me so you could be like a little bit better at sports for your grade and i was just like an undersized chump but brandon and i were just super competitive and just loved playing sports with and against each other yeah we, we, pre- it we was pretend fun. to be lebron and carmelo anthony when mellow was a nugget and i had mellow sneakers and he had lebron shoes and, and he had a mellow jersey that he would let me wear and so then we would play against each other and we would try to play as if we were the like other. that person yeah so That's every every person's basketball growing up. We all did the same things. I swear. The, the real ones. No. Uh, we, the real ones. No, you did the fake buzzer beaters, and and then uh, when you miss it, then you're like, oh, actually, no, point five seconds left on the clock. Oh, this, but 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 there was a foul, and then it goes <laughs> to the line, and he throws it off the backboard, and that's that's the layup, and it scores. Yeah, like you somehow you have to make it. Oh, he throws it over the backboard. The best trick shot of our thousand. Mm. Was so over the backboard from behind. So anyway, we have a lot in common. We've done a lot of great, helped you each other move. Mostly me helping you move. Yeah, because but... I moved a lot. And you, you uh, came to Thanksgiving with me and my family in Oregon one year when your family didn't want you for Thanksgiving. So you're like a redhead, step adopted, ex out child, and came to my family for Christmas, and we adopted you. Yep. There's a, we have a lot of uh, crazy memories. I've dog sat for you, and your dog has thrown up on my, on me. Your dog has pooped on me. You all, all the above. I've spilled all over my carpet. You beat my segment. Super Mario sixty four in my house while I was doing homework. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you had a lot of dumb accounting that I did. And now look at oh, you. You actually so make fun. money compared to me. So I, you know I do what? accounting. I do account. He's laughing now. Um, okay, Jeff, questions for you. You are from Fort Orchard. 
Washington, which is Orchard, Washington, on the peninsula next to Seattle. Don't say peninsula. <laughs> Easy. Careful. Easy. Pause. Careful. We're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> we are. Um. So you're a you're a PNW boy, just like me, and just like Michael. Um. You now live in San Antonio, Texas. Now. And your wife's middle name is we want to protect her information, so we're not gonna say her her first and last name, but her middle name is Christine. Okay, so you and Christina live in San Antonio now, and uh you have bounced between jobs for a little bit and uh teaching i was working another job i'm all over that's control and now you're gonna be a professional podcaster how do you feel a a, a pp i'm gonna be no nope professional podcaster that's that's all right that's pps are professional pickleballers that's your pods that's my uncle who also is part of converse chuck taylor chuck taylor shout out shout out to your uncle or see see that bad boy i'm keeping it in the case to oh it's beautiful protected but that is a beautiful rectangle i just bought a nice little paddle from jeff's uncle who's good i don't know know what he's currently ranked anymore but he previously was ranked in the top 25 in the world he was i don't know if he's men's 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 doubles he was yes that's so sick he's still up there yeah um jeff you are a Semi Seahawks fan. Yeah, I like the Seahawks. And you I don't are love them like Brandon. San Antonio Spurs fan. So my yes. first question for you today is how did you become a Spurs fan? Uh I loved the Spurs when all my friends made fun of me because they said they were boring and no one liked watching them. And I agreed with them. And then I just said, Well, I'd rather be boring and watch Tim Duncan than and win. Some than- Timothy Duncan. Than, than be a Supersonics fan and have your team stripped away from you. Ooh, too soon, ah, Seattle fans. Sorry. Not soon enough. Not soon enough, KD. What could have been? We'll always Man. wonder. Maybe they'll get a team again. They will. It's in the works. I was talking to Adam last week, and he was saying it's happening. You were talking to Adam? Yeah, he was uh, saying he was saying Vegas first, and then they'll go back to Seattle. Hmm. And there's a really strong chance that they actually go back to uh, Vancouver as well. So. I'm going to call BS on everything you just said. Nope. We don't do that. Um, so talk to us about Wemby. How How is your how's your buddy Wemby doing? Actually, I want to hear what you think about Wemby since Portland just missed out on that number one pick. Yeah, we, what were, do on you face, think now? we were on FaceTime as the magic NBA lottery balls were bouncing around. Pause. And um, we were on FaceTime when the Spurs or when the Blazers got the third overall pick and took Scoot Tiny Flop Henderson because he's little. He's developing. He's doing a good job. He's doing what normal rookies do. He is developing. Wemby is an actual alien from outer space. Yeah, he's a superstar. He's a seven-foot Latvian unicorn named Porzingis. I mean, that was the funniest thing, dude. When also, the... also, <laughs> also, let it the record show that I showed Lincoln Zion Williamson highlights from his high school 
in his living room long before anyone else was talking about him. And then he became the man who he is big. We, we watched of those Southern highlights. Food. We like, cause you, you like, were like, Oh yeah, I heard about this guy. And then you were like trying to remember his name and you're like, it's like Zion something. And you were like trying to remember his name. And then you found him and, and showed me a highlight from him. And then we just went on a tangent and we watched all of his highlights. And this was like his junior or sophomore year. This was, it was like all of his, his his left hand windmill dunks yeah, and his so. his just his steals to dunks like don't beautiful. say steal that's your brother um so yeah if you couldn't tell by our banter Jeff's uh one of my best friends in the world and uh it's always been like Jeff is probably one of the best friends that you could ever have he's okay don't do this on the podcast. You can save this for after when we do our late night calls. Nope, I will not do that. I will deny it if you ever bring it back up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, Jeff's, Jeff is like one of the best friends that you could ever ask for and is just genuine and is hilarious. And uh, physically, I would have to give you, I, if you know, scale one to 10, I'd probably give you like a solid two and a half. But personality wise, you're in out of, t- out of 10 looks. Uh, well, two and a half for your or lower half, two and a half for your upper half. So you're a five. A five? Uh, Personality-wise. five from a man? Yes, that's good. Yeah, Personality-wise, you're like a, I don't know. 7.326. No, I'd say like 9.47. Like, you could round up to you 9.5. Rounded? You rounded the decimal? You, you okay. could round up to 9.5, but you, but like, I will always hold it over to you that you're actually sub nine five. Um, mm. Just like I'm sub six foot and I can never actually claim six feet. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that, but uh, I don't think it's like that at all. Oh, okay. Well, um, anyways, moving well, that's on. Very, thank you. Thank you, Lincoln, for the compliment. Yeah, shut up. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, Chiefs are back to back Super Bowl champions. Holy freak, man. They did what everyone knew they were capable of, but no one wanted them to, besides diehard Chiefs fans. Did I, re- I rewatched an, a, or I watched a YouTube video today put out by the NFL. Sorry, I didn't mean to say put out. Um put on stop. by the NFL, and it was Patrick Mahomes season highlights, and it went from week one against the Lions to the Super Bowl. And just like going through each one of those games, I was like, man, I forgot about that game. We sucked. Like we were losing at halftime to the Patriots. Like what? There's like all these like crappy games where we just like sucked and struggled all along the way. And I was like, the fact that we won a Super Bowl this year is kind of ridiculous. It's actually insane that you guys ended up winning with the toughest schedule. And also um, it's crazy because I remember Again, Lincoln was I was driving back from Houston and Lincoln, I couldn't watch the game. So he was FaceTiming me with had, switching back and forth my... between his own reactions of him screaming at the TV and then being really nice because his daughters would come up and he'd be like, oh, hi. And then he would scream at the TV after and then he would give me a play by play and flip the camera. I, I had and my then... phone set up. I had it standing against my daughter's water bottle so Jeff could watch the game while I was also watching the game. And then once it came to overtime, like I couldn't touch the phone anymore. Like I was, I just left it as is. And I was just like, I can't do this. Like I just have to focus. And my daughters were being super sweet and they were watching the game with us partially. And 
it was it was nuts. So, yeah, yeah, we we experienced the second half of the Super Bowl virtually together, which was really fun, actually. It was fun, and I remember watching the Niners part when they did the OT coin flip because this was a controversy. It's now all the the videos have been about that. Patrick Mahomes, they were shocked that the Niners chose to take the ball first, and some of the Niners players have now come out and said, "Oh, I didn't know." they would get the ball again anyway. Like they didn't really know the rules, at least some of the players, maybe the coaches already had plans like Shanahan, but yeah, like Kyle use one of their captains and like a very cerebral know. player didn't know like that's just, yeah, and he wasn't the only one. And the, and just to prove that point, you see some of the NFL, you know, drive stuff that Mahomes, some of them were like, they want the ball. They're all, they want it. And so. I, and I reacted the same way when I was talking to you, I was like, did they just they get there they want the ball yeah out of ot like why do too. they like you want to give the ball like you're gonna fail and then give the ball to mahomes because he knows he just needs a field goal now why would you do that and then like it turns i could out that, i could understand wanting the ball if it wasn't a playoff game yeah you know like but, even if yeah. even if the playoff overtime rules were the same in the regular season i could understand being like you know what we're gonna go down and score and then if our defense gets a turnover, the game's over, right? Like, I don't know. I, 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 could, I could understand that momentum. Your defense is super tired. Like, I was trying to come up with reasons as to why, why they would do that. might have done that. And despite coming up with multiple reasons that are semi-valid, it's still the wrong choice. <laughs> I mean, just 100% the wrong choice. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I, didn't under, I didn't understand why they did that. And I think that was kind of an epitome of that game. They just felt unprepared to face a team like they thought they had they had all of the momentum and they thought they were the better team. And it's like, this is the Chiefs who have found ways to win against everyone except for Tom Brady. That was it. And Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, but I mean, they still were able to do a lot. And that was Joe Breezy doing his the, thing. The the Chiefs had – they had a big lead going into half and just gave the game away is really embarrassing. It's really a blemish on Patrick Mahomes's otherwise near perfect start to his career. Now on otherwise where he would be at if they had that, I mean, think about where he would be at if he had beating Tom Brady in a Super Bowl on top of all his other accolades right now, it, it would be hard to not say he's number number three to number two all time. I mean, he's already number three in most NFL pundits' yeah, eyes. I'd, I'd say a lot. Recency yeah. bias makes it seem more, but... He has more playoff wins than Peyton Manning. He, which is crazy. That's I'd unbelievable. By next, by next postseason, he's, he's they played said... for six seasons, and he has more wins than Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Dan Marino, Steve Young... The fact that he may by next postseason, if he goes far in the next postseason, <laughs> he could he could pass. I can't believe this. He could pass Peyton Manning for all time playoff touchdowns. So all time his yeah. like or not all time, but like pay, pass Peyton Manning on the list, which would be like number three or number two. Two. And and then he would pass uh on postseason wins. He would also pass somebody. So like he, he in he multiple. Pass, if he had uh, one more year, seven Joe, years, he would he could, pass Joe Montana. Yeah, so he'd be he'd be arguably top three, top four in multiple categories of playoffs. Just playoffs. Playoffs. In seven years. 
we going to talk about playoffs? Uh, so what's also crazy is that the Chiefs were the number one seed for multiple seasons in the playoffs, which means that if they had the bye, they have a couple less games in the playoffs as well. So like, yes, Mahomes could have more games if he wasn't the one seed too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's also pretty nuts. Kind of like when you dip your in glitter. Pretty nuts. Pretty. <laughs> you couldn't help yourself, could you? I couldn't. I apologize. Um, <clears throat> so Mahomes wins Super Bowl MVP. Amazing game. Overtime. Taylor Swift does not get proposed to. Taylor Swift does not get proposed to. I called that. Put down yeah, 400 bucks on that bet. No, I'm just I kidding. That prop bet. I thought maybe it would. Man, I swear, if I if I gambled, I would make so much money. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. You would lose so much money. Yep, but I would also win so much money. So, potato, tomato. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, in the uh, we we do need to pay a little bit of respect to the Super Bowl parade and the shooting that happened, which is absolutely unacceptable. Very unfortunate. Just. I don't know. My heart breaks for it because those those are it my people happen. out there. That can't happen. And it's sad that it does happen. I don't want to focus on that, um, but we do need to pay our respects to to those Rest. that yeah that unfortunately died in that shooting. And uh, yeah, it's really really sad. In the Super Bowl parade, however, changing back to Chiefs content, um, Chris Jones. In potentially a drunken state in his uh, Super Bowl parade speech, said that he was coming back to Kansas City. He said, I'll do whatever it takes and I'll be back here in Kansas City for a 3 piece. It's a surprise. It is a surprise. It's a surprise. Do you think the Chiefs will bring him back? Do you think they'll pull their money for that? What, what do you think the odds are for that? Them bringing the Chiefs. It sounds like he's willing to give them a hometown discount, though. I think so too, especially if so, it's if it's pretty incentive laden, like it was this year with first team All Pro making the playoffs, making the AFC Championship game. Yeah, he has the Super some Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. He got an extra four million dollars for those accolades this season for first team All Pro, making the Super Bowl. Making the yeah. AFC Championship game and then winning the Super Bowl, he got four million dollars extra for those four bonuses, which is pretty sick. Yeah, he one hundred percent, I think, will be uh, sought after, but he will. It, I think his contract stuff, his negotiation, will take time. It'll take a little longer, but they'll eventually get a deal done. I think he'll be able to work down. They'll work him down a little bit, but he'll agree because a three-peat with I mean, it's never been done. In NFL that solidifies history. that solidifies and that that's crazy. I would say he's a borderline Hall of Fame player based on his current standing right now. Like he's not a first belt Hall of Famer, but I think you could make the argument, right? I'm not not here to make the argument one way or the other, but I think you could make an argument for it. Mm-hmm. If he were to be on a three-peat team, he's in. He's in. Yeah. I think that's huge. That's that's that would be awesome for him and for the team to say that they, you know. 
they figured it out. They, they they show that other players should be able to do that. Other players could come to their team. It, it would look good. Um, I think that Legarius Sneed, prior to Chris Jones saying this, was a higher priority for the Chiefs to bring back. Legarius Sneed got snubbed from all pro. He was better than Charverius Ward or anybody else. He had an insane season, dude. If you say snubbed, I'm not. I don't think I can. But if you say like from All Pro, I'm gonna say he wasn't even on second team All Pro. Yeah, I still think it was borderline. Or borderline, I would say. I still think it was snubbed, but clearly I'm biased. Uh, (laughs) I think everyone should be All Pro on their team. No, I don't. Legitimately, you think you think Rasheed Rice should have been All Pro wide receiver? No, but he if they if they did rookie All Pro teams, I think he, I think he was the hey, best. I I think it's only fair though. We bring. Can up you name that... a better rookie wide receiver this year? Other than Puka Nakua, it's Puka uh, and then Puka? Rasheed Rice were the two best rookie receivers this year. I think. Who did the? Uh, was it the Manders? No, who? Um... Justin Jeff or um. Jordan Addison had a pretty good year, too. Yeah. With Cousins being out for a lot of that. Uh, I don't know. I do want to bring up you years ago. Fantasy, when I just had started fantasy, and you were talking about different players because you had played it for a while. And you said, hey. Pause. Puka Nakua, 1,500 yards. Second place, Rasheed Rice at 938. Then Jordan Addison at 911. Yes. So Rasheed Rice was the second best in terms of total yardage and touchdowns. Um, but Addison's had, up there. He had with, seven receiving with, touchdowns, and Addison had 10 receiving touchdowns. And so Addison didn't even right have his, his quarterback for a while. Yeah. So, and Rasheed Rice didn't, like, he was only playing, like, he wasn't getting 15, as many snaps. He was playing 15 to 20% of the snaps for the first half of the season. Yeah. And then by the end, he was playing like 75%. Um, So, I mean, those are the three best wide receivers. So, anyways, um, sorry. You were were about to either pay me a compliment or a diss on fantasy. I can't tell what you're doing. Which one do you think it is? I think it's going to be both. What do you mean by that? Because I I gave you tips sometimes, and sometimes they panned out, and sometimes they didn't. I gave you some uh, strategy insights. Pointers? No, don't say pointers. Uh I gave you some insights uh, as to fantasy football, and a couple of them hit big, and a couple of them didn't. But I did. Can you think of any that didn't hit big? Do you uh, know of any? I can't think of what I was talking about. I try not to think. I know because because you just think you don't think of the fails. You only think of the good things that. No, I I think about my failures in life. What's What's the big one that you called though? I called Kareem Hunt and Patrick Mahomes. The Kareem Hunt one. I remember very vividly because we were, we were on watching. The phone. We were watching the. Uh, we were watching Patriots, that game. Patriots Chiefs first game of and the you season. You were like, you said, I think he's gonna have a good year. Like this dude, he I drafted run. him with like, like he's the got third quick... to last pick in the in the draft, yeah. and you said that he's a, he's a sleeper. I, start, I started him week one too. That was and ballsy. he immediately had so many touchdowns. <laughs> like he was getting crazy usage, and then he just they kept upping it, and then he had. One of the most historic running back 
His like, first game, he had 148 rushing yards and 98 receiving yards and three touchdowns against the Patriots in his first game, and I started him. like Against a defensive Patriots team. Who had just won the Super they were Bowl good. the year before. Yeah. And he walked all over them. And it, that was uh, oh. opening. That was NFL opening night. That was Thursday night football. Yeah, that one. I mean, the Patrick Mahomes one you called because you were like, "Hey, this kid." I mean, obviously, out of Texas Tech was really good, and we, you know, the he Red sat Raiders. back. He sat back for a little while. He learned a lot, but he looks like he's just ready to go. And you were like, "He's going to be good. He's got. He he has all the right pieces there." And yeah, it was it was right. I mean, he was in a great position. So. Yeah, but I did. I did. Said. I did call Kareem Hunt, um, and now he. Oh, I guess he was back with the. He had. The, he had a, the brownies. With this the year, Browns, he also. Okay. He also kicked a girl in an elevator, and that's not cool. Yeah, you kicked me the other day too. I think when I was down. So. I did not kick you. Yeah. If well, emotionally. Metaphorically, maybe. Well, spiritually. You did threaten me on the phone today that you wanted to punch me. I did because and of you said next the... time I see you, I'm gonna punch you. Yeah, well, I'm not wrong because I will see you probably in June, so that's happening. And then you told me where you'd punch me, and I said, "It's okay, I deserve it." That's not what you said, but it's okay. I did. I actually did say that I deserve to be punched because you wanted today. to be punched. I do enjoy just so, just so you just so you feel something. Yeah, you know, it's it's good to feel things every so often. You know what I mean? So you're not... Helps me feel alive. I'm like, I, you know, kind of like how Kobe Bryant, when he like... Ran Don't bring through, up Kobe right now. Ran through Pau Gasol's chest the first play of the Olympics and and all his teammates were like, yo, this mother... He's for real. And, Isn't that the video you sent me on Instagram? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Um, who were who was my fantasy fail that was coming to the top of your mind? I don't have one coming okay. to the top of my mind. I ha- I've had a number of of fails. Like, um, they're ambiguous, so it's hard Michael, to call it a Michael fail Pittman, because you said Michael Pittman. Well, I was, was on him. That was I was on him in his the year he broke out, his rookie year, and then I was on him again just, in the second year, and then he tanked, and I was he ugh. just. They, they were like, oh, Jonathan Taylor, we love him. Michael Pittman, we hate him. Yeah. But then Gardner Minshew came as a backup, and they were like, oh, And then we were like, hate, 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 double hate. Loathe entirely. No. Uh, yeah, Chiefs on the Super <laughs> No. No, don't get, too, don't get that close. Easy. Sounds like close. Um, okay, Chiefs on the Super Bowl. That's exciting. Next segment uh, here, we're going to do a little uh, disc golf terminology trivia for you. Um, how confident would you say you are in your disc golf terms? Deal of what? One to ten? Yeah. I don't know. I'm being... What I think, based on some guesses, I think six out of ten. But realistically, probably three point four out of ten. Six, okay. That's that's my aspirations, but realistically, three point five out of ten. I'm a okay. third confident. Well, well, we'll start easy for you. What is a backhand? 
that's when that is when your hand the back of your hand and you're throwing this way yes very good the back of your hand very good even though a lot of people don't think that correct like in in pickleball or tennis that's a backhand where the back of your hand is leading coming across yes and then a forehand is more comparable to the open yeah like a baseball throw you know like Mm -hmm. like i know one of the terms you're gonna bring up so okay um what is a hyzer I knew it. I was like, he's going to bring up a Heiser. That's the, it's okay. the next on the list, obviously. Heiser. No, not not Hail Heiser. Hey. Save your mustache. Sorry. Out of respect. Uh, what, is, what is a Heiser in disc golf? That is when you throw it and it curves. Which side is it? It curves. It goes from left to right. Depends on how you're throwing it. It does depend on how you're throwing it. So that's why I'm trying to. So if you're, if you're, we're this is the left hand backhand podcast. If you're a lefty and you throw a hyzer backhand, what does that mean? It means it's going starting from your left hand backhand. Left hand backhand. This That's way, what I just said. It's going to it's going to go from left to right. Very good. And a Sennheiser is when you throw it. A what? You're throwing it. Us. Wait, I'm getting out of myself. <laughs> Rewind. Go ahead. Next turn. No, 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 no. What did you say? A Sennheiser? I'm sorry. In my brain, that's what it was because that's <laughs> brand of audio. That's. That's those are headphone brand Sennheiser. I was thinking that. Why did I say that? I'm so dumb. <laughs> Sennheiser. Sennheiser. Uh, very good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's because I live in San Antonio. So it's like, oh, yeah. San. That Sennheiser. makes sense. There's Sennheisers That's, down there. Yep, that makes sense. There's a there's a lot of Sennheisers. Yeah. They throw <laughs> it back in and it goes from right to left. So it goes opposite of the way that you would normally curve it. Yeah, so a natural throw, the the rotations of a disc based on how you throw it, it's going to naturally want to fall to the ground. So a left hand backhand, it's going to naturally want to fall to the right. Or so the, an Anheuser, Anheuser will fall to the left. An Anheuser, you for you are changing the angle that you're throwing it out of your hand to try to get it to move to the left, and then because of the natural rotations of the disc, it it mostly still fades out at the end yes um very good all right i'm four for four yeah very good um what does the term stable mean where you keep the horses no uh stable is when i think it's what it is term stable is when the disc levels out and it kind of it's stable as it goes wherever it's going i'm gonna give you half a point okay i'll i'll, I'll take so it i'll i'll give you the the two counterparts to it so there's okay. stable overstable and understable oh see now that makes sense yes so can you that's tell when it i, I know so the overstable is when 
it naturally wants to kind of curve another way. So if you throw it flat, it starts to hook. But like, yes. if you throw it this way, it still will want to kind of go and turn that way. Stable is where it'll naturally want to stay this way. Understable is when it wants to go like the other way. So even if you throw it at an angle, it'll keep going that way. Yeah. So then you have to use your your hyzer hand hyzer throw based hand on how hand hyzer your hand sand hand and hand hyzer. Those are the three. Your, that your Hannah hyzer. My Hannah Montana hyzer. Ooh. Ah, rest in peace, Hannah Montana. Um, So one of the cool things, and I'm going to explain this to the audience a little bit. One of the cool things I think in disc golf is because you have discs that are naturally more overstable or less overstable, therefore understable, and you have different ways that you can throw the disc, you can achieve so many different flights with the same disc. So if you take a an overstable disc and you throw it on Anheuser, it's going to flex out and fade out quicker. And then if you take an overstable disc and you throw it on Heiser, it's just going to get straight to the ground. It's not going to flip up at all. But if you take an understable disc and you throw it on Anheuser, you can get it to kind of go from the Heiser angle and flip up to flat and get straight and then get the Anheuser flight from it, depending on how understable the disc is and your form and all, all the different things to it. So I just think it's, that's, like one of the things I love about disc golf is that you can achieve so many different flights from different discs and different um, angles out of your hand and just, and there's multiple ways to throw this forehand, backhand, overhand, through the legs. I've seen you do a through the legs putt. Pretty good at those. It, it didn't go well. No, but it looked. I, I, I don't know how many discs I've lost into the water, so I don't want to count. But I have retrieved some from the water. You were there for that. Yeah, and I also saw some... That stays between us. I saw some cold waters. I'll just say that. <laughs> you saw the effects of cold water. Nope, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say that I saw a cold... I felt dead cold fish. water. Some oh dead fish my gosh, I forgot I about swimming. that. I literally was swimming and pulled it just, up like, and went, oh popped up no. right next to you and it was just this little dead fishy. Disgusting. And that water was... It was frigid. So, so poop infested and cold. But I and I found three or four, and yeah. one of them was a blue brown. What was it? What was it? What was my my putter? I found a blue putter that had like a crown logo on it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um and like there was a guy or something on it with and there was a crown. What was that called? Look it up. Yeah, it might be no no. It's, it's a West Side disc, so I can picture it. it I think it's just the crown. Maybe. I just all I remember. Yeah, it is a crown. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I love that putter. Yeah, it's a good one. I think I, I actually lost it. I actually really enjoy that desk. It's pretty good. Um I might still <clears> have it, maybe. So let's see, other disc golf terms that I wanted to try to give you. Um what is a patent pending shot? Ooh. You have no idea. That's okay. I would. I want to guess. My natural instinct is guessing is better than forfeiting my option. Patent pending is when someone gets in their first case. Patent no. pending. I don't know. No. What is it? 
so a normal throw you have like you have space to run up to where your marker is or where your disc landed and you throw from that spot right and you can kind of do a little bit of a run up mm-hmm. patent pending is when you don't have the ability to run up and you're kind of like stuck behind like a tree or a bush or something like that and so instead of doing a run up you are standing at where your marker is and you reach out behind you and you just do kind of a modified throw with your back to the basket. So if my basket is that chief slug behind me. I would, my back would be facing towards it and I would throw like that. And that's a patent pending shot. I don't really see people do those very often. Nope. Cause you don't watch disc golf coverage very often. I watch it sometimes. I watch, yeah. I watch a couple of championships. With um, Paul, Paul, Mick, Paul McDuffie. Nope, that's that's Trent McDuffie. Paul, uh, think, Mc... think, um, who's that famous ha- Hamlet? Think Hamlet era. Paul Mick Beth. Macbeth. Uh, Macbeth. Macbeth. Right. Paul Macbeth. His run of he had such a good run. Yeah, being that being the top dog, six-time world champion, is impressive. It's really cool. Um, okay, last one I'll do for you, and then we'll move on to our draft. Is what is a scuba? Uh, it's when you go raggy, 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 like like Okay, I don't That's know all. if any of that picked up on the audio, but um, what is a scooper shot <clears throat> and not a scoobert do? I don't know what a scoober is. Is it when you like duck down or you're in the water? Uh, it's a little more ultimate frisbee. Is it when you dive to catch it? No, you don't dive to catch a shot in disc. You said, an ult- you said ultimate frisbee, though. I said it's more ultimate frisbee related. Is it? It's not the hammerhead. Very similar to the hammer. So, like a scuba, oh. like normally you put like so upside like down this right, and a scuba it's kind of a do like a little forehand grip, and you just do a little. Huh? What's like the advantage kinda, to that? You kind of do it when like there's a bush in your way, and you're trying to get over to the basket and so you need to just do like a little like soft toss or if you don't want to be accurate or you don't want to have a lot of pace like say like there's water right behind the basket or something like that and you don't want it to go far past you can kind of lob it up and then it drops out of the sky instead of like spinning towards the basket you're pretty good yeah Yeah, pretty good job with these phrases a couple of those are tough yeah no i'm impressed very good um okay do you have a draft for us? I do. Okay, let's hear it. Normally, normally the way these drafts work is that you have to have some time beforehand to make your own little list because based on what someone else is, because either you see who's remaining or you have a list of the people and then when someone picks it, you're like, oh, now I know that thing is gone. What would be my next pick if I was going to take that already? So since yeah, but also I like impromptu. I like thinking on my feet. That's 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 what these dealers choice segments are all about. I don't really like thinking very much at all. So we'll just see how this goes. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> uh, burn. So you really got me there, just like Usher saying "burn" at the halftime show. 
Did he really? I don't yeah, is I that an Usher song? I don't know. Oh. You're older than me, but you don't know the Usher songs. I don't I'm not I'm song. not an Usher guy. I just like saying yeah. That's what you like to say? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh all right, improv to draft. What we're gonna do it's top five. Okay. We're just doing five. All right. Yep. So we're gonna give each snake. other like one back and forth or snake draft. Snake draft. Cool. Makes it interesting. Snake draft. I think snake drafts is better anyway. More more strategy to it. Yeah. I think that's better if there's like 10 or more things, but five still, it still works. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're doing a snake draft. Top five. Coolest. Jerseys. In the any, NBA. Sp- any sport? NBA. NBA. Current jerseys. Or all time, all all time. All right, let's go. Okay, so you can be specific as long as you tell me the era. Yeah, jersey, which we'll both kind of know what we're talking about. Okay, or you can explain a little bit about it. All right. Okay. Um, here I'm gonna flip a coin. You call heads or tails, and if you're correct, you'll go first. Okay. Uh, heads. It was tails, so I will go first. <clears throat> so are we going? Are we going coolest? Like this is subjective? Or are we going just like best? Like where are we going? It is. It is coolest. Like the ones that you're like. I think this would win a competition for like the coolest design okay. of all time. Um. Then first, I'm going with the teal memphis or uh vancouver grizzlies oh the vancouver grizzlies okay yep. if you, if you, you want a lot on the table if you want to look them up the i i would have been most sad if you took that before my next pick so i just had to take it wow you would have most sad for a vancouver grizzlies i do love the way that Dude, jersey their, looks. their teal jerseys are so dadgum cool yeah, I know they're doing uh, and, kind of a are, classic. Are we now. including like city edition jerseys, or are we just doing like kind of like you can? Classic... But most most city editions editions I've seen have not been better than some of the best of all time. So I mean, there's been a lot of cool. ones. Most city ones won't make my top five. Okay, I'll just say that. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number one pick. I'm going with the purple, the nice purple Utah Jazz Mountains. Jersey from that nineties with the snow cap. That jersey yeah. is as money as I've seen. Yeah, those are pretty good. I'll give it. I'll oh give my it to gosh! You. I, I I still think my first pick's better, but um, mm, it's, as far it's, as it's it's more as far rare. as the jazz jerseys go, those are their only good ones. The practice black all black jerseys that they have now are the worst jerseys in the NBA. They literally look like junior jazz jerseys. Like my nephew wears I don't know junior why they jazz jerseys. Are going They're that direction? So a lot of jazz jerseys now are like made from AI. I think. I mean, pretty I, sure it's they're garbage. All right. Uh, what's your second pick? Okay, second pick has to be that I'm going to another purplish blue again. The old school Vince Carter Raptors jersey. 
It is so good. With that, and, with, and that dino- going- with that dinosaur the raptor. Mm. You're going specifically the purple raptor. Yes. I don't want to do the white stripe one with one with the white and like the pinstripe. I want that purple one with the white stripe on it. Yeah, with and the the raptor is wearing the white jersey. Yeah, the raptor's wearing on it. Yeah. Yeah. That one to me is like (sighs) iconic. That was design. It is so good. That was my next pick, you tool. So thanks for that. (laughs) Um man, I don't I don't know what I want to take next over like something else but uh i also love the the white raptor on the those jerseys those are pretty mm. cool too that's pretty cool too there i'm you get the jerseys but you get the raptors raptor on the jersey logo there but yes um i'm gonna go with the black minnesota timberwolves kevin garnett era where they had the trees on the, the waistline. Oh, I do know that one. Those things I are... imagine which one. Hi-ya! They have the, the trees. The... the trees are really good. They have the black and then they have the like dark teal blue, like deep sea teal blue color, which I still have it. Um my my KG OG jersey, which is pretty sick. Beautiful. Um, so that's gonna be my second pick. My third pick. Um uh, I feel like I can save that for my last pick. I'm gonna go with the supersonics. Good pick. I think they were my they were my fifth is what I was gonna take them at. Like that supersonics white, jersey is so good. The white, like Ray Allen. Um or um the ones with it had like the red on it. Like yeah. not not the not the Kevin Durant. Not not the ones. Well Those not ones. the Sonics with the green. With the white Correct. jersey and the green Sonics in the middle. It was that you like the Yeah, the ones with the they had the red accent on it. The white jerseys with the red accent, and then they had like the, the green Space jerseys Needle? with the red accent on it too. Did they okay. have a space needle on it? There's one with the space needle on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm thinking idea. of like the glove during his Sonic era. You know what I mean? Okay. That, the the glove is Gary Payton for those of you who didn't know. Gary the glove. I I only learned that from like Mike. What? When he says when like Mike when he says the glove. Make, nah, he's more like, like a. Mike. He's like he's the glove. Nah, he's more like a mitten. <laughs> I don't remember that line. <laughs> I love That's that pretty line. good. All right, okay. I feel I feel pretty good about my three so far. I got the the Memphis or sorry the Vancouver Grizzlies, the Minnesota Timberwolves KG era, and the Seattle SuperSonics. Uh, Gary Payton, Ray Allen, Rashard Lewis era. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's solid. I have a few ways I can go because they're, they're so cool for different reasons. Mm-hmm. One of them just is such a good design. I just, I just, I've always loved it because, because of how good, when it came out, I just thought it was so clean. I was like, they don't make jerseys like this anymore. Like it was better than any jersey that had come out recently. 
And that is I swear if you say the Spurs, I'm gonna slap you across the face. It's not a Spurs jersey. I do love some of the Spurs, uh the Fiesta colors. I do love them, but the one that came out looks it literally looks like a salsa logo. Yes. I love those. Those are so cool. It's really, it's really cool. I can't see the edition jersey they did last year. They were pretty solid. Yeah, but but it's the other one, the Fiesta. But the one at my favorite was from like five, six years ago was the black Miami Heat jerseys with the blue, the light blue Miami and like the um and the with, pink. The, with the pink and the blue. Yeah. And it had the That's pink and blue, what, light blue Miami trim. Vice. That's what they're called. Yeah. The Vice, the Vice jerseys. Oh Miami my gosh. Vice. Dang, I uh, those are I those are that. such clean design. It Miami is such Vice. a clean jersey. Oh Beautiful. Yeah, those are those are so good. I they 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 were cooking. Dang, that's when they good made thing. that jersey. And see, there's a lot I could go with because I could go with an iconic one that I just I love the design. I have to like put how I feel about the team itself aside or like just in general. Yeah, but but the ones I love, love, love that I'm like I have to do mm. it. Are they old? The old eighties. Denver Nuggets rainbow skyline jerseys. Screw dude, you. That was gonna be dude, my last pick. Unbelievable. Screw unbelievable. You, no, stop. the blue and the rainbow. I can't. That I was can't. Dikembe, I, Dikembe Matumbo era, man. <laughs> no, no, dude, no. That's some Alex English, bro. That's that's the good times. But I love that. I love that jersey. I love it. I love the blue. I love the where the number is, the nuggets down below. It is such a good jersey. I love my five. I'm not happy, okay. Bob. I'm not, I'm not happy. happy. Gotta switch um, it up now. All right. Dude, I, I don't know where I want to go with this because I've got my last two picks here. These yeah. are my fourth, my fourth and fifth picks, and there's a lot on the table. And whatever I leave leftover for you, I'm gonna leave leftover. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the Charles Barkley black Phoenix Suns jersey, black one with the yeah. the, the thing going across with the sun going across with the sun across on the ball. Yeah. So I that think... was their like that was their away jersey. Um, the black. Just gonna look up because they had a white one or some or their orange one, but then they have their their black one away, which does look clean. Oh, fine, you took that with your fourth pick. I'm totally you can have it. Well, I mean, I, I like it, but I don't love get whatever it. Whatever I want. Yeah, if you look up Charles Barkley in those black jerseys, I just think they're cool. Like especially for the Phoenix Suns being those, because like back then they didn't really have crazy colors yeah in i mean scheme. it's a very it's a very iconic with the sun going across it does yeah. look the ball I, it I, looks, it if looks you couldn't, good if you couldn't tell by all my picks i love the retro picks like i mean retro retro some of them some of these are so good yeah uh um, you can also have two honorable mentions that you okay, that we'll, we'll do the honorable five. mentions after you do your final pick um, i already did i've done five no you've done four you get one more pick Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. So I am going to I'm I think that I'm gonna steal this one from you because I think this is on your list. 
and I'm going with the Allen Iverson 76ers jerseys. Oh, that was actually my honorable mention. The those black that, ones my, are so good. It's where it literally so looks like good. they're wearing silk. <laughs> you know, they actually I mean? yeah. Oh, the it, that was the like the 2001 2002 silk jersey era. Yep. Um, I, it's funny story. When I was at the Portugal the Man concert, the band that performed before them was a Philly band called uh, Snack Town. And they used the Philadelphia 76ers jersey, like they had printed their stuff jersey and changed the logo, but it was in that writing. So it said Snack Town in it and it looks really clean. That's pretty cool, actually. But I do, I do really like those jersey, but that. Mm. Very, very good. Thank you. I'm, I'm actually like, I think the Suns pick was probably my worst pick, but. Yeah, I don't love it. I'm like, it's whatever. Okay. This, this jersey is my number five, right? Wait, so recapping this... mine, I have the Vancouver Grizzlies, the uh, Iverson era 76ers, the Barkley era Suns, the Kevin Garnett era Timberwolves, and what was my third pick? Oh, and the Ray Allen uh, Supersonics. Is that four or is that five? That's five. And mine are the Utah Jazz Mountains jersey, beautiful. The Toronto Raptors purple. Yeah, I'm pissed about that one. The Miami Vice, Miami Vice, the Nuggets, the Rainbow Nuggies, the Rainbow Nuggies, and this one, it's, it holds a special place because of the game that came out. It was on. I had it on the Wii. It was the 2011 NBA 2K11 which is the Michael Jordan edition. And that's when you played as you played like the iconic MJ games and you had to have the, at least the stat line that he had hmm. for all these games. So he had the, the double dime game where he scored 55. He had to have the flu game and you had to score that amount in order to accomplish the thing. It was so fun. Okay. And I used the Wii remote. So if that's how you threw it, you had to press it just like the normal game, but it was, so I my only parents had, are I had NBA like Live. I didn't have the NBA. I didn't have 2K for the Wii. NBA Live was good when it was on the PlayStation 2K5, which was Ben Wallace, the dunk contest. It was all fun. But anyway, the Michael Jordan edition game, and that's when I first really saw him with the the script, the Chicago script logo, where it was like his old like eight like early 80s late 70s jersey you're with pandering. The shorter shorts what do you mean i'm pandering you're pandering to the audience you're trying to get the fan vote with bringing in mj and those i love basic LeBron. chicago LeBron, jerseys i think lebron is better than mj overall so i don't know what you're thinking oh yeah really dark yep there you go uh i i love that jersey though that script with the cursive and that jersey is so clean. It's like old school when things were it just looked so good. That dark red. And I just remember using that over and over. I love that icon. Like there's really cool retro looking jerseys, but that one to me is just it's the best Bulls jersey. There are a lot of good Bulls jerseys. That's the best one. Don't say bull. You notice how I didn't pick like a Lakers jersey. I didn't pick Yeah, because the Lakers jersey Celtics. Suck. Not the not the Magic Johnson jerseys. 
Uh uh-uh. Yeah, they're they're all but the Magic Johnson with the purple on the side. Oh, it's really good. But they're all I didn't pick those. All right. Still love um, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I I would have never picked them, but I do want to shout them out. The Pistons with the horse. No, I don't like that one. I I'm again I'm not picking them out, but like those were those are those You're are pretty wrong. classic. No, nope, I'm not wrong. wrong. Um the Le- original LeBron like blue with the neck that had like the calves. Gold, the yeah, the calves, the gold, white, maroon, blue, co- like rim around the collar. That one. Those ones. All right, you gotta look them up. LeBron original uh Cavs jersey. Yeah, look it up. It's like the first first picture that comes up. Oh, the checker with the red stripe. The one that the yeah, one like, that he like played, maroon. He got blown out by the Spurs in 07. Don't say blown out. Um <laughs> uh I think I think that's my favorite LeBron jersey ever. Ever the the, the that blue one, yeah. Brandon had that jersey, and he had the matching shoes, and I thought that was the sickest thing in the world. Very fair. Um, and then I'm also gonna shout out the Blazers, 2023 City Edition, PDX Airport carpet jerseys. Oh, those are cool. Those I like are those. My, I, it's the it's one of two Blazers jerseys that I have. It's so sick. Yeah, those those that's a solid one. Uh, honorable mention for me is the Shaquille O'Neal pinstripe magic jerseys. Those pinstripes look also, good. Also, Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis, man. Anthony Hardaway. Dennis Anthony, Stop, Anthony boy. Simons. Anthony Simons. Uh, yeah. No, Those I thought it was Penny white... Hardaway. No, he just played for them. Not for the magic. Really? No. Okay. Anyways, continue. Uh, those ones are so good with the little yes, star. He, did. he was yeah. drafted number one overall by the what's Orlando his, Magic. What's his name? Penny Hardaway. Yeah. What's his actual oh. name? I'm an Ooh. idiot. Yikes! Oh. This is so embarrassing. That, that hurts me to have you look that up. All that work. Legitimately, I thought they were two different people. <laughs> it's like you thinking Muhammad Ali and Cassius Clay are different people. Like, wow. Well, Cautious Clay. Oh, well, Clay, say Aiken, American Idol. Ah, well, my achy breaky heart song by Hannah Montana. Well, don't go breaking my heart. All right, we'll stop this. Um, <laughs> we could do this for so long. We could. We could literally do an hey. entire podcast episode of just us doing the well game. We could. Okay, yeah. well, final well, honorable mention for me. Uh, I really like those, the old Charlotte jerseys, which also ones? have kind of them stripes, not the Hornets with the B. Or anything, I don't like that. But they're they just say Charlotte on them. They're just the blue. I just oh, like the, the look. The, of, I love the, the look of the blue. Ones. Yeah, 
Yeah, those are solid. Just, I like those a lot. They're just they're really good. They look solid. They're not they're, the M- Muggsy Boggs. Yeah, Muggsy Boggs. Some Larry Johnson. Dude, he was so tiny. Muggsy, imagine Muggsy and Wendy. <laughs> He's probably almost twice as tall as him. That's crazy. He <laughs> is probably twice as tall. If you were on his tiptoes. No, not twice as tall. Because Muggsy is what five. Five six, five five, five three, five three. Yeah, so Wemby's still three or two foot taller than him. How many? How many inches is five foot three? Uh, sixty three inches. And how tall 63. is how tall is Wemby? Seven foot four. And basically, so he's eighty eight divided by fifty three. He's 1.66 times Muggsy taller. Boggs' height. So he's like one and two-thirds taller than – like one and two-thirds Muggsy Boggs gets up to. Hey, we took this Wemby. way farther than it needed to go. No, we didn't take it far enough. Now we need mm. to compare their shoe size. Mm, no. I don't actually know what his is. I think Jack has bigger feet. Well, you know what they say. The bigger the shoe size, the uh, bigger the more foot. mangled your foot. The bigger the foot. He wore eight and a halfs. Mugsy? Mugsy Boggs, yeah. And then Wimben Yama. I would guess he has size 18s. Um, 20.5. Oh, that is awesome. I think Shaq has like 22s. Oh my gosh. Okay, so 20.5 divided by 8.5. Stop! Why are you doing this? Uh, he His shoe size is literally almost two and a half of his shoe size. That's insane. Um, And then you said Shaq shoe size? That's not how shoe sizes work. 22. I know it's not, but it's fun. To it's just, literally two it's, and a half times bigger. It's fun to just throw out numbers. Shaq is a 22. Size 22. Uh, I was right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that was great. Thank you for the draft. Dude, fun draft. Made me revisit some of these cool cool jerseys. There's still so many good jerseys, though. You know, if we had a social media guru, we'd have somebody post our drafts on our Instagram channel. And then you like could go a vote. Comp- compilation of it. Yeah, just do like the jerseys side by side. And then you could actually go vote for them. So... Um, Jeff, that'll be your assignment for this week. I expect it done by Sunday. Huh? And uh, post that up for all the lefties out there listening. I'm going to be a little busy going to a rodeo. So Don't say rodeo. Okay. I don't know why. Um, Jeff, any final thoughts on your first ever podcast episode? This was this was a good time. You know, got, got some disc golf in, got some current events, got some sports, got some background we did basically everything we want to do but now this next one we need to have some real political discussions like why travis kelsey bumped into andy reed that's not political it could be i could make it political he was drunk during that game we all know it it's okay she had all that hennessy all the hennessy Oh, the Hennessy, he couldn't, he couldn't help it. But I might make him huh? try it at the Hennessy. That's a great impression.
Yeah, thank you. Um, that's one of my favorite podcasts. Shout out the Ringer NFL show, and now it's the Ringer Draft Show. That's the they have a little uh, segment where they use that song. It's really fun. Sure. We the, need our own little song. Yeah, we do. Again, that's another assignment for you, buddy. Thanks. I have a lot of assignments now. Well, do you understand the assignment? He understood these. Ah, very good. Okay, well, that'll do it for this episode of the Left Hand Backhand V2 Episode 1. Guest star, Jeff Spangler. Thanks for coming Mm -hmm. on, Jeff. Uh, Again, comment below whose Jersey team you like best. And also, what was the other thing that they needed to do? Uh, at the beginning of the episode, who, I can't remember whose that. impression was better? Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm, oh, we're we're not gonna have him on that. Rivers. It was Jeff. That was I, that was really bad. Yeah, you're darn uh, right about that. Yeah, I'm I'm embarrassed about that. But, anyways, like, share with your grandma, pass along to your buddies, and uh, till next time, lefties out.